Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Devicious. Devicious has released their fifth full-length album called Code Red. Somebody called a firehouse. Code Red, indeed. This one is absolute fire. And here is my interview with Devicious. Hello, my friend. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. No problem at all. I appreciate that I'm there. <laughs> I wanted to ask about the recording process for Code Red. How did it go this time around? Well, it was pretty easy. Uh, it was the fifth album in five years, so uh, <laughs> we basically never stopped recording. Um, I started writing the songs as usual. Uh, recorded some, some bass lines, some keyboards, programmed some drums, and then I gave it to the rest of the band, asked them for their opinion, and, um, well, they never had anything to complain about, so we just kept recording based on the on the demo tracks I did. Um, drummer came first, then we had some guitars on it, and uh, keyboard, I was replacing my keyboards, and then we were almost done. <laughs> I wanted to ask about the songs uh, House of Cards and Stuck in Paradise. Those are my two favorite tracks on the album. Okay. So what, what do you want to know about them? Um, I wanted to ask if you could speak about them lyrically and how they came, came to you musically as well. Well, Stuck in Paradise... Um... <clears throat> It started with a with a with a bass concept, um, which the guitar is playing too. The, the guitar riff is basically the bass riff too. So it got really wild there a little bit, and um, I, I worked it out to to be like a little bit of a Marcel Marcel Jacob uh, version from from the the late Talisman uh, bass mm -hmm. player. So that was the idea, and having the drums do a little bit of crazy stuff if you really listen to the song it has some <laughs> it has a lot of symbols and stuff going sure. on so it's, it's 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 a bit on the progressive side without really showing that it's progressive and um Baal had some ideas about the lyrics uh which um which was his experience uh with tnt um i don't think he was that happy there and um yeah that that's basically it so um the idea basically just came from an emotion that wasn't to be, um, and it isn't one of those melodic songs that we have on the album that was more like a song that 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 came from from an emotion. Yeah, and and House of Cards. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I want to say that on. Uh, we're in America, right? <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. say I don't want to say what it's about. <laughs> yeah. uh, that could end the interview pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> i also wanted to ask you about how the videos went for highway to the stars and are you ready for love um the well to be honest um we had to recycle a lot of material that we already had uh, obviously we um we had to record Paul, our our new singer in spain but mm -hmm. our drummer, um, he had um, a tinnitus, and he couldn't even he couldn't even do the the, the videos um, because it was yeah that was really his hearing in in danger, and it was just at the same time we had to cancel concerts and everything, and um, 
we couldn't do the video, so I was just using um, footage I had from last year, and um, I cut it together and made it made it look a little bit different so far nobody has noticed <laughs> and i added all these 3d sequences because uh that's that's what i used to do for business and uh i have to ask you who's the lady on the album cover the lady on the album cover is not real it's just she's from she's made in a computer <laughs> so you can, you can meet her but, <laughs> but i can print her out for you if you want to <laughs> <laughs> and uh what track was the hardest for you guys to lay down uh this, this is not if that to be honest if there's a track that would be hard to lay down we wouldn't lay it down so this i mean it's it's not about being able to play it because we, we're making music all our lives we can play whatever the hell we want but um uh, if something feels not organic enough or doesn't feel right for us, we wouldn't we wouldn't record it. So everything is a process, and um, well, studio work is much less romantic as some people might think, because you have a click and you have to be on point on the click. If you're not, <laughs> you have to play again. And sure. everyone everyone has their experience now. I mean, we're all making music all our lives. Um, I don't. I don't really feel that was that was a problem recording one. I just. I just remember we had a lyric problem uh, with that song. I don't want to talk about uh, because some people were unsure if we should say what we were saying. So we were hiding it a little bit so we can we we could still claim <laughs> deniable. Sure. What, what what what's it called? Uh, plausible deniability. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm what I'm doing right now. Everything else I call a witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and i wanted to ask what can fans look ne for next um will there be a tour well we were supposed to go on tour with uh, an irish band called maverick which you probably know um but the expenses right now uh with the inflation they're twice as high as before and it's almost impossible to get a band from another country to come over here. Um, when when the whole COVID thing started, people uh, stopped buying tickets as a pre-sale. They, they come at night and pay. And that makes it impossible to calculate the tour. So you go to a club where usually you have like two or 300 people coming, but you already only sold like five tickets. So what you're going to do? risk it and 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 and, and lose five thousand dollars or or cancel it and and this is this is the only thing we can do right now we can um we can play in in places where we know it's going to work and other than that we we're going to focus on on festivals because there's so many bands right now on tour trying to uh, trying to do the tours they promised to play before covid or during covid like I mean, remember when when Def Leppard and Motley Crue was announced? They, they're doing it right now in Europe. Sure. So, so we and everything we would do is going against I don't know, um, against Def Leppard, against Motley Crue, against Alice Cooper, and uh, the the Johnny Depp thing he's playing at, and all the big ones are around right now. Metallica is here, and. Uh, Everyone, everyone is on tour, so nobody wants to see the independent bands right now. They don't have the money, and as I said, expenses are 
crazy. It's not just yeah. an America. I know Americans think it's their president's fault, but no, the inflation is worldwide and prices here are up twice. When 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 I paid for a burger two dollars last year or for two years ago, I'm paying four dollars right now. A dollar a burger and a coke is like six dollars. So it's it's crazy. People don't have the money, and we cannot afford a tour. But a tour buses right now. When we paid last year, today last year we were on tour in Salzburg in in Austria, and I paid for the tour bus eight hundred fifty dollars a day. Today I would pay like two thousand four hundred for it. Wow! Yeah, so they make it impossible right now. I wanted to ask you along your musical journey, what's the best advice you've been given? To shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was the best advice that that I've ever gotten. But um, one thing stuck with me. Um, That was about four or five years ago when I talked to Eric Martinson from, from Eclipse. Um, he said to me, you know, the bands who are really successful, they change always a little bit on their album. Every, every time a little bit. And even if it's just a notch, so people can listen to the album and they already know, okay, this is album number two, this is album number three, this is album number five. If you keep doing what you're doing, if you always do the same, you get boring. And he said, look at the people who were really successful, um, like Madonna or Michael Jackson. Um, they made entire, entirely different music. They always tried to reinvent themselves. And, and I think it was a good advice that uh, you know, not just go to the studio and trying to, to copy yourself from, from last year so that you at least um, make some ground rules what you, what you would like to do different this time. And on them lines, I wanted to ask you, if I give you a call in 2028 and we do an interview, where do you envision the band as its progression? Um, <laughs> uh, well, that, that's, that's, that's an outlook into my, into my sick head. Um, well, we, I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, Well, that, that's a hard question to answer um, because what, what, whatever I say is probably not, not really correct. Uh, in Europe, the people know who we are now. Um, obviously, we have five, five albums out and uh, we, we played almost 200 shows and, and there was in, in five years and there were two years lockdowns. So you can imagine um, we, sure. were, we were in the press in, in Europe a lot. Um, the question is, what does that mean? You know? Um, so, and if you ask me where we are, I'm, I'm probably going to be right here right now, um, <laughs> at the, at the same apartment. And, the, and I don't know where the band is. I don't know. I don't know if two years is, is much or three years is much in, in, in the, in the life of a band. Um, uh, we probably will have one more album out by then. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be more successful as the one we have right now because that that happens when when you're more popular and when you're more known then you sell more albums so we, we every album was selling better than the last one but i can't tell you where where does where the where the journey goes um 
we want to play a lot of festivals and we want to go on tour with bigger bands because when touring is already expensive, then I rather buy onto a tour and, and lose money and play in front of thousand people instead of losing the same money and playing in front of 200 people. So that, that, that makes sense. But I can tell you where, where we're going to be at the end. We will have world domination. That's, that's for sure. But <laughs> before that, I, I can tell you that would, that that's the one question that no musician can answer you right now. Not honestly. I also wanted to ask you if you could speak on your musical development. At what age did you begin? Uh, uh, well, I started playing in a band when I was 16 after after seeing Pink Cream 69 in my school. At my school, they were playing there and they were just uh, breaking out with a record contract and that really motivated me to make a band. But I was, yeah, I was playing piano and, and guitar and, and stuff like that since, since I was four or five years old. But I just never had the motivation to play in a band. Um, but when I saw Pink Cream 69 when I was young, that, that was the thing. Uh, I wanted to be like them. And... Um... I also wanted to ask you, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band and a physical copy? Um, go to our band store, deliciousband.com. Uh, that's the easiest way because you support us 100%. Everything, all the proceeds from the store go to us and we need that to eat. And when you look at us, we have a couple of big guys in the band, so we have to eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you, the band also on this album sounds as tight as ever. And I wanted to ask, the, how important is the chemistry and the camaraderie between the members of the band? That's the most important thing. That is the most important thing. Um, not for a studio band, for, but for a band that goes on tour and and is for a month in a tour bus on, on, on I don't know, on five inches <laughs> and sleeping in a in a in a coffin um that's very important i mean the whole band the whole the musician part of the band we know each other for 30 years yeah we we have been friends friends back then and since i i had when i started the wishes i had no contacts to the to the music business so i just asked my friends to join me and i was lucky enough that they kept playing and and they were playing in band so uh, that we, we were good musicians and we already knew each other and, and the the conversations and, and, and the jokes and, and everything. It was almost like we never, we never uh, took off. It was, we, we just were, were at the place where we had to be. Uh, problematic was to find the right, the right singer for us. Uh, the first guy from Serbia was an amazing singer, uh, but he didn't fit into the band and he never feel, felt welcome even when he was. And um, yeah, he just burned out in the band uh, on tour. We couldn't finish the tour. Um, second singer, Antonio, um, was very young. And I think he had very different ideas how we should make the music, which was why our uh, last album was a little bit different as the others. That was, um, yeah, it was more concept for him uh, to benefit him, but it didn't benefit the band. Um, so we, um, yeah, we agreed that, that everyone should do their own thing. And now with Bao, with uh, the old TNT singer, um, we have a new family member. That was from the first uh, 
second when when he showed up um, at the airport um, and we saw him smile. Uh, he already was ready to to get hugged and, and and want to hug everyone and the conversations and everything. Uh, even when he comes from a whole different country, lived a whole different life, he was right there. And uh, it's very easy to work with him. And it's great to work with him. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? <laughs> Buy our album. <laughs> now, um, I don't know what message. Stay, uh, stay sober before four o'clock. Or something I don't know. What 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 would you tell your fans? Let's turn that around. Well, what I tell my fans, I tell them that follow your dream. Don't give up on it because your dreams only become reality if you don't quit. If you don't give up, this moment you give up on your dreams is the moment you give up on yourself. That's that's very good advice. Uh, but sometimes I guess. Um, You still have to give up because it would destroy too much other things. But yeah, I'm I'm a person who's living the dream, so I, I never gave up, and I won't give up in a hard situation right now. So yeah, that's good. That's good advice. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to tell people right now, especially not in America. Uh, maybe maybe listen. I mean, I'm talking to an American audience. Maybe. If there's something I could say to the two fans we probably have in America, or maybe it's three now, um, listen to each other and don't fight so much. It's annoying all over the world. It's annoying to listen to all the bullshit that's coming from your country right now. It's sure. just annoying. Listen to each other. Don't always be on sending sending out bullshit and more bullshit and more bullshit. And then you get back bullshit. If you send bullshit, you get back bullshit. Listen what the other person has to say. Shut. And then you say what you have to say and try to find common ground. That's what, what I have to say to America. Sure. And that's great advice as well. I wanted to thank you, my friend, for taking time to speak with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. It was a pleasure to be here. And I hope my accent wasn't wasn't that bad. <laughs> Not bad at all, my friend. I haven't spoken English in a while. <laughs> well, thank you again. And I hope that we can talk again real soon, especially uh, when we uh, get some new news out, maybe get some dates together and get them out there. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. We will be in touch and I'll let you know if there's something something new to talk about. All right. Thank you, my friend. And you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.